Hey everybody, welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host as usual, and with me, if you already know, it's Erica. <laughs> with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscon. Yeah. What up? Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, that's right. It is today. Yeah. Where's your green? Yeah, that's right. Oh shit. I don't really wear green. I don't think I have anything green. Oh no, I do have a green thing. I gotta go in the closet and find it now. <laughs> I got my Your nails, nails are green, green so. right? Yeah. Yes. And then that's our son's favorite color. Uh, well, he so. says that changes often. I don't feel like it does. Really? I have been told green. I have been told blue. I've been told red. I've been told black. Who wants the color red? Yo, th- first off, don't disrespect ugly me like ass that. Color. We, we, ugly. Don't do that. Don't do that. Cause ugly red is over here. That's it right here. Anti-ways. I really (laughs) wanted to talk to our baby girls about just our experience a couple weeks ago when we went to go see Creed 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I've seen it twice. And then, well, I've seen it once with my sister, you know, like days before it came out because I had early access tickets. And then on Thursday, (laughs) it was the day before. It was late for our old asses. We was like, ooh, let's pass our bedtime. Your bedtime. Listen, I've been trying to be in the bed at like 10. The best. <laughs> we went there. I think we came out a little after midnight. So it was like day of premiere when it when we watched it. Um, I, You know how I feel about Bay. Anybody know who Bay is? That's Bay, Michael B. Jordan, Michael Bay Jordan. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> he's an amazing with the Creed franchise, um, with Rocky. You know, like we're kind of just taking that story and kind of branching off. I think he's been doing great with the Adonis Creed character. Um, what did you like about Creed Three? What did I like about Creed? Yeah, because I'll okay. tell you what I liked. And then, um, so it was a it was a fun experience. It was a fun experience for sure. Uh, Michael Balboa Jordan looks great. Get your uh, <laughs> don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> No, Michael Balboa Jordan. He looks great. Hater. Uh, I'm not, dude. He's it's Creed. He, yeah, it goes with it. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving him credit. It's Rocky. Come on now. You disrespected Rocky. Uh, I love Rocky. <laughs> I think um, Jonathan Majors looked amazing as well. Uh, if you take them... him from from Lovecraft Country, which I thought he was both then, and then take him to Creed Three, I was like, God damn, you look like a uh, who was, uh, what's the name from, um, what was Captain America? Like, Rock transformation. When he's little Captain America. Yeah, I was like, God damn, Captain that's America. a transformation. It, it is a very stark difference. He was uh, eating his carbs. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Majors looks, uh, looks great. Um, Oil. The, oh, there was a lot of shimmering in that. <laughs> a lot of shimmery, shimmery men in there. Uh, but, it was, uh, it was a fun watch. It was, uh. It was fun. You know what? <clears throat> uh, for his directorial debut, correct? Yeah, it was his first, you know, movie he directed. I got to I got to give him hands because to take on a franchise, yeah, and do not only that but the third movie it's in it, you know, uh, takes a lot of balls. And I think he, uh, if I if I really had to put my honest opinion on it, I think he he followed the assignment. And it works for a Creed movie for sure, and I liked it. I liked it. It was a decent movie. 
I love that he took a little of what he wanted himself. And maybe that was also Ryan Coogler's brother, Kenan Coogler, who actually did the screenplay play or screen wrote it. I think they both probably had similar ideas of like the anime, you know, introducing that into the movie, which was great. The slow mos during certain fights. That was uh I really liked that touch on it. Lots of uh lots of anime tropes. Yeah. Which was, uh, which was cool. Uh, some uh, some classics that uh, were uh, that did give me as an anime fan that did did make me uh, very much so uh, laugh out loud in the theater. Uh, if anybody has ever watched DBZ, uh, think Goku Vegeta double punch, and it's great. <laughs> uh, you know there were a few other anime tropes that were. That fit, you know, it didn't take out of the uh, the action or the, the I feel like the universe. Uh, knowing me, uh, you know, I am a lore whore. I love backstory. Mm-hmm. I love anything that has to do with a universe or a world where I can dig deep and find out, you know, yeah, things. And I think with uh, them painting Adonis the way he is, how it is the third movie, how he is later uh, in his career, I think it's a it's an interesting dynamic to have. Those anime aspects show uh, the how do you say uh, the his veteran. You know what I mean. He's a veteran in in, in boxing. In the, okay. He, can, he has his technique is like down, and that's always been a trope in anime. Uh, technique being like key. If you perfect your technique, you can beat anybody. And uh, I think that was cool with the little zoom ins. You know, yeah. looking out for the blind spot and watching things. There were little things like that. I was like, okay, I could see the in- inspiration. I mean, it opens the movie with a. Uh, I'm gonna say it wrong, on purpose for Amari. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Naruto. Naruto. Naruto poster. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the wall, and you know, for that to just be one of the first shots in the beginning of the film. Uh, just says a lot to the the homage that's being paid to his inspirations, you know. Uh, I think it was good. I really did enjoy it. I love that Tessa Thompson and Bay they took the time to learn sign language because if you watch Creed two, we knew that with her losing her hearing and them being pregnant and having a baby, that that was gonna be a thing. And they actually got a girl who was deaf. And they learned how to sign, and I thought that was really good to do. Uh, yeah, I think that was that was was um, pretty heartfelt. Yeah, uh, I I like that dynamic. Um, I think it's what really is cute to me. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to spoil it. I think it's it's the biggest sporting movie, whatever of all time. Or something it's like the that. first sports movie to make over a hundred million dollars at the box office. Yeah, and I think a, to amazing. be an I IMAX. As that's well. amazing. So, you know, I don't want to go see it, but like at the same time, um, their kid is pretty kick ass. And it's yeah. the best of both worlds if you really break down her character, which is why I said I like Lore so much. It's the best of both worlds between those two in her. And uh, if they ever do anything, you know, that's going to be interesting with her. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like, if I was a director, my first movie made over $100 million. If. You know how they were talking about he's corny and stuff and that whole corny comment. I'm like, if that's corny, I'm I'll do corny. <laughs> I'll do square, whatever y'all want to say. That that's that's what I'm talking about. Look, I've always said it. 
uh, and I've I've I forget where I've heard it, but it, it was a long time ago. But nerds rule the world. They're the ones who rule. Get the world. you a nerd. <laughs> I mean, if you really really look at it, those corny niggas and the ones who they make money, get made fun of or whatever end up being the guys who are like the ones who were most admirable, the most or not uh, admired, excuse me, or or the most uh uh rich. Elon, yeah, Bill Gates, Bezos, all of them nerds, all of them trash. <laughs> okay, all the weird. Yeah, all but I'm just weird. saying, you know, it's the stigma of like you're corny because you open the door for a woman. You're corny because you don't talk hood. Word. You're corny because you before. have a nine to five. It's so dumb, especially yeah, in the black before. community. I've heard that before. Like nobody else does that. No one else says that. But we always say the dumbest shit out the hey, side of our necks. Yo, I'll keep being saying. corny. Uh, if it means I my movie makes you know over a hundred million and the budget wasn't that exactly. Come on, you know. So if if it's profit, 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 let's go to the moon with it. And you know, again, congratulations to him, everybody on that whole squad. Yeah, to him it, for his it, uh, directorial debut. I may not like everything he does. I know you can't wait to open your mouth to say what you didn't like. Uh, no. Uh, I was saying that uh, I know I don't like everything he does, but this is something I definitely do like. Well, what did you not like about the movie? If you can give maybe one thing that you're like, oh, well, you know what? You this movie itself yeah. needed to be a two-parter. Okay. I think I've, I have remember watching it with you when I discussed my feelings. And you, you, I know how you feel about him, so it does feel like it may, I'm making personal shots. But I'm, I'm sincerely objective when I say this movie needed to be a two-part movie. It, uh, a... A battle between these two should have been what uh, we were getting between uh, Rocky and Apollo. I can understand that. But, you know, with Sylvester Stallone's writing, because we're going back to original writer and director, he's so simple with his stuff. It's the same, you lose, you win, you win, you lose, you win, kind of. Yeah. You know, so I don't know how far they could stretch the right. Who knows? That's not... I necessarily, I think what I'm asking for. Well, this thing um, you can still do two parter because the first one he lost to Apollo, so it was the end of the movie, and then he comes back, and he you can still do a two parter if you wanted to if, at any if, point. If that's done, they that's, always that's end that's off cool, and keep going. But, uh, from everything that we're giving in, given in the movie, character wise, yeah, uh. Their origin stories, relationship-wise, uh, there is a very good tension that it's is built up between on. the film and us and everybody, and there is not a satisfying enough payoff. Okay, I got I you. I could say I am satisfied because you're right. I did. I always, I already took that into account anyway when I was trying to formulate my thoughts about this, but. Uh, that you know, it could always do the whole in the movie, and then it goes to the second one. And he's back, you know. That's simple. Yeah. However, um, <clears throat> the tension was built up so much and so well in yeah, this between those two uh, that the release of the tension wasn't enough. And instead of making the uh, the putting the hose on full blast, I felt like we only went halfway and only got like a trickle you know what could have been offered i think when we think bell back then with the rocky movies we're so you it's like a tyler perry movie same damn ending we already know what's gonna happen right and i understand it's like let's switch it up a little bit so i get that and we again like i said the tension was so much we could have just spread it out within two movies i can understand that 
But I just know how simple they always keep the Rocky franchise. There's not much you could do with a boxing film. Yeah. It's either a win or, <laughs> or lose. You know, so <laughs> yeah. like, I totally understand that. There is so much character. Okay. There's so much character development in all of the Rocky stuff because it's all emotional based. Mm -hmm. And then you get the same type of content and quality, genuinely speaking, in all of these screens. Um, so it felt like it was. Almost like they uh they shot their load too soon. They okay, shot I got it. Too soon I get it. With that, with the, with how this uh this movie finished for me. However, I am still knowing now how much money that that that, that movie has made. I am still widely open for a nether one. Yeah, you know where he is challenged or anything. If there's a bigger time jump and things happen, I don't know. I, but that doesn't mean that uh, I was unsatisfied. It's just that not enough of the tension was released when I when it should have could have been. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I would say form your own opinion. Go see three three at least a couple times. I know that Sylvester <laughs> Stallone is supposed to kind of branch off and kind of keep going with Rocky. I think we we good. We got it. We uh, understand. I, I doubt that would happen. Okay, thank goodness. I doubt it's that would happen. There's too many rumors about it since he he's wasn't too, in uh, this. He's one. doing too well with the Tulsa King stuff right now. Also, I Tulsa think he's pretty good from what I hear. I think we need to kind of just. A lot of the action star men love to just keep going until they're 85 years old. Some of you guys just need to be laid out the pasture, leave it alone. Because sometimes I don't want to see old men running. I'm like, in real life, your knees will be buckling. I don't really <laughs> want to imagine. <laughs> You know, and I don't want to be like, oh, I must suspend disbelief. You know, no, I, I want to be like, I don't want to see old man. You gonna, can you imagine your grandpa, you know, ducking bullets right. and flipping? Right. <laughs> you can't. So I, I want some of them to just stop. You know, just know that it doesn't look good seeing y'all jumping, hopping, skipping, having to do this frame, this frame, this frame, just to get you over the fence. I'll say it like this. No matter how often and how much I love the Equalizer movies, there is no way I think Denzel Washington is taking out <laughs> six seals in 30 seconds. Yeah, and, it's just... And while, and, or the, let alone them letting him like time his watch first. They're putting a bullet in him immediately. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I just think sometimes you got to... Let's also expand our horizon. You know, you don't have to just be putting that box. Let's do some other stuff and just be a little bit more realistic. Yeah, um, I, 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 uh, I definitely side with you with the with Creed. It's great. Go see it. Um, I am a action film connoisseur. You know this. Yeah, I do. I am. I watch a lot. I see a lot. I want. I pay attention to a bunch. So, uh, this does definitely satisfy that itch. But then I can also make that same account for that tension that doesn't break the movie. Yeah, all. it was really good. Good movie. Now, you know, last week, you know, because you were bothering me and bothering me to watch this. Because, you know, sometimes I'll get in my little moods. And I I am known for finding the amazing things on Netflix. This is um, true. So, you know, I had already heard about the whole Alex Murdoch case and him being found guilty for... <laughs> killing his son and his wife so i wanted to dive deeper and find out a little bit more about the case so i went to netflix and found the murdoch murders and if you have not watched that go on netflix you can uh find out netflix or hbo max but it goes way more into detail on netflix mm. okay. i feel like it does but you can get both actually i, say, I would say watch both 
I would say yeah, but you know some you know some people ain't got both subscriptions. Ask your friend if you can get the login. Do what you gotta <laughs> do. But it really just talks about this lawyer from South Carolina. He you know his great grandfather, great grandfather for a decade or for, yeah, like a century almost. They owned a, a law office, and it's just been a lot of corruption with that family. You find out there's like five bodies attached to this family within the last six years. And it just seems like it's just, I don't know, like one murder after another. It's like you guys are about to, this whole family and dynasty is about to just crumble beneath your feet. And, you know, um, it just, oh my God, it just goes into detail about just that family and how nasty they are. I think what's, so interesting to me is the psychology of the family uh there's you know we've we all know or at least somewhat you know can conceptualize uh that family that where legacy is everything i'm here for it name is everything um what's what's interesting to me is within those those moments and, and whenever there's a family that's out there that's like real full of corruption there's always that one that messes everything up. Right, it's like if your great grandfather could look down at you and be like, "You messed up everything." Goes foolproof. Right. Like you know what? Right. Uh, and to see how that one person in the Muldra family messed up in such a degree that you, it was literally like watching a house of cards tumble. Yeah. It was incredible that the the documentaries are uh, go into massive detail in both Netflix, uh, HBO Max has a has a bit of a uh, a different taste of it. There's it's more personalized. I feel from the Netflix side because yeah. those are personal accounts with people who are friends. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And this one was the HBO Max one was more of the outside people of the town. Yeah, we got towns, we got lawyers, we got Police reporters. Who yeah, the, the who case can say, "Hey, I really like the and, and you were getting friends on HBO of the the Murdochs." Yes, versus Netflix, you were getting people who it was like some of these people on HBO Max really liked the family, and mo- and everybody on Netflix did not, and, yeah. and it felt a little bit more truthful to be honest mm. with those accounts because if I'm friends with Paul Murdoch, which is the son of Alex Murdoch, the one you're going to be telling me stuff you're gonna get we're gonna get drunk we're gonna be funneling beers you're gonna tell me about little small like family secrets yeah. and why would you really lie to me you know especially for best friends you would you be telling me stuff right so i feel like theirs accounts are a little bit more accurate versus people who are it's all rumors because it's such a small town so rumor has it buster murdoch did this and you know it's rumors some of it might be true, some of it might not, but I feel like those friends really, they knew that they were in the inside. Yeah. And they can tell you. Yeah, there were a lot more personal accounts, and that was uh, very interesting. Uh, there is so much, there's so much blood, there's there's a bunch of bodies, there are... Insurance fraud. So many, yeah, so many fraudulent things. Taking millions of dollars. Like, so much money. And, and let's people. be honest, with Alex Murdoch taking millions of dollars and especially from black clients mostly black at the most time, right? it had yeah. to be like 95 percent was black because he probably thought that we're stupid and we're not gonna know anything about how much we should be getting and whoop, 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 whoop. he sold right. millions of dollars so that's really what got him really caught up was them reopening cases 
the lawyers at his great grandfather's, you know, firm practice. Yeah, yeah, the, them letting him go because they knew he was stealing. Um, you obviously learn that from generational. You know, it's a generational thing. Yeah, you know, you come from just probably some trash ass people. Just being right. honest, y'all been stealing from people for so long. He didn't learn that on his own. <laughs> it just is not something definitely you, not. You uh, yeah. you you got taught that. You you were taught that. Before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why is your son knowing if he gets in trouble, he's calling his grandfather. Then he's calling he's the calling police. Alex. Yeah, his dad, and then they'll maybe call maybe the call the police, yeah. and they have friends that are on the police force. I I think um that's that hits to where I was saying that that like that fixation on legacy is is so interesting. The 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 lengths they go to protect each other or yeah. that legacy uh just because of the the amount of stature they have in the community i can you see have that. an entire town of people afraid of you i can see the allure to legacy and to um the status right because it's like i built this and then my son he gets you know it's a little nepotism okay he gets i need you to just follow this is a foolproof plan you know, and just keep going, keep going. I can see kind of like it's just generational wealth. You know, right. I can understand that. Like I, I see, but damn, like I don't think I'm not. I don't think I'm knocking uh, the term legacy or what legacy stands for. It's just going too I far. I think it is the spectrum of what you will do. Yeah. To keep it, what you're willing to sacrifice to do to to keep. It, it just seemed like it went. It was like, okay, are you? You know that if you do this, think about it. Actually, sit and think about it. You know, if you do this, everything can go to shit. Like killing people could fuck up the legacy, my, right, my guy. Know. What the hell? Uh, it's yeah, that's stealing like a couple thousand dollars is one thing. Stealing hundreds of millions of dollars is another. Like yeah, that's no, not like misplace your keys, bad day. Yeah, that's that's like oh, I've ruined everything. Yeah, I can see because no one has. No one has come all the way up to the ceiling of being a million while doing something corrupt. Let, let's just be honest. They say both CEOs and things like that have psychopathic nature. So. Yeah, but damn, like you ain't got you killing family members for the legacy. Those that's the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What you doing? <laughs> you losing your mind? If you guys not have seen the Murdoch murders, definitely take a look at it on Netflix. So you can, if you're following the case, you can kind of know a little bit more about it and. Um, Find it on HBO Max, so you can get two perspectives, and you learn a little bit more from each. And nigga Buster's or Buster, is that his name? Buster. <laughs> One of the some names Buster after his great great grandfather. I boy. love that. You know what I'm saying? My Trash. kids after my my father and his father's father. Father's father. Father's father. Okay. Now last week we kind of went on a binge. We didn't have the kids. You know, we were just doing our thing. Yeah. You know, acting like we 21. Yeah. <laughs> and run around naked and watching docu series, drinking. <laughs> so we not only watch the Alan Murdoch docu series, we also end up watching because you didn't get to watch because it's always like a catching up, and I don't mind watching things several times. So you got to catch up and watch the Chris Rock live special on Netflix, the Selective Outrage. Yeah, uh, did you say double times or multiple times? Because you, what do you mean? Because you don't watch things just twice. That is true. I mean, I was just trying to be a little subtle, you know. That's I watched the least strange look on my a face. A couple like, dozen mean? times, a thousand, yeah. 
That's that's good enough. But you know, this is my second time watching the Chris Rock live, <laughs> and it was the first time Netflix did a live stand up. Yeah, and they allowed Chris Rock to do it, and I I don't. Some people were like, I never think Chris Rock is funny. Chris Rock is fucking funny. He's in my top five of comedians. Okay, okay, um, I like it. I knew he wanted to get some stuff off his chest. He's automatically funny. He yelling. He walking around. He make the faces, the hand gestures. Yeah. I personally had to watch for the second time. At first, I was like, first time I watched, I was like, at the beginning, I didn't really wasn't feeling, but the rest was good. But then when I watched it the second time, well, I was like, it was great. Yeah, they had to edit it a little bit more and stuff because yeah. I I caught little glitches and things like that once they completed their yeah their editing. But it was great. I'll talk about the one little piece I didn't like, but I would like to hear your opinion about the Chris Rock because I know everybody is out in TV land making their opinions about the Chris Rock special. So, what did you what did you think about it? Um, it was good. I laughed a lot, like a lot. I always there was not any of Rock. it that I didn't like. I get uh what why you don't like what you like. I, you mm-hmm. will explain There's just that. one little section. That's not my uh. That's not my story to tell, but <laughs> um, yeah, it was fucking hilarious to me. I don't, I don't. He got what he want. We got what we, uh, we as an audience got what we wanted out of it because, um, he talked about Will. Right? Yeah, at the end he left that and for the end, which he didn't. As a smart black businessman, mm-hmm. to take this as Netflix's first and get that bag. And save your the, the what we want to hear yeah. to the end. Or so we have to sit for that entire thing. Let Netflix get their bag and Sir get yours. So I applaud him on that for his marketing move yes, and absolutely. pulling in all those viewers and getting the money for it. Uh, I think he did everything well. Uh, there were a couple unedited uh, fumbles that were in the edited version. So, you know, those are still noticeable. But uh, I think he did did justice now uh i think it's even better than tambourine which is his oh yeah last yeah. one he did for he Netflix. just he perfects his craft i love that he's gonna go to the chitlin circus and try his jokes that's what real comedians do i mean he does he does clubs everywhere yeah everywhere he's, he's going been to touring for like a year and i mean the last year he's been working on you know technically i guess it would be this tour but uh from what i've uh heard on uh you know other podcasts i've listened to uh, their own things, thoughts about it. You know, they're uh, they went to go see the show in live. Oh, that's last year. That's what's up. And there are some differences, okay. so it's still fresh, which is cool. You know that he and it takes a lot of talent as a comedian to do that type of stuff to still change up a bit. And to stand up, I've even noticed since to stand up for an hour long and just yeah. have to walk around like that's crazy. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I was watching. I was like, dang, you got to stand for a whole hour. They're underneath those house lights, which is still yeah, like, hot. hot. You know, it, yeah, no, they, uh, the comedian is going to get up there and do their work. I respect it. You know, and he told a lot of his truth or the truth, not even his truth, because, uh, there's a, there's a bunch of that Will segment that everybody who has watched, uh, that Red Table talk. Yeah. Thought about. You it's know the what I mean? same thing. So, okay. This is my thing about it. He left the Will thing for the end and I applaud him for it because tell your jokes, talk yeah. about your kids, talk about your wealth, talk about you getting older and fucking 50 yeah. year olds versus fucking 25 year olds right <laughs> and you know what don't make your whole special about will because we don't want to give him all that the slap was it was uh you know a year ago it was a year ago it was unacceptable yeah and 
he's not going to make his whole segment about Will. He made the little last little section, which was great. Yeah. The only issue I have is he said, like, I didn't do anything to that bitch. And he was referring to Jada. Okay, let's, we don't have to do that. Because, you know, you've been keeping it classy. And you even said, you, you know, I didn't do anything. And I know y'all wonder why I didn't do anything. Because my mama said, don't fight in front of white people. You know? Right, right. But I don't think that we have to go as far as calling somebody wife a bitch. Because, you know, without the cameras in real life, in real hood, you know, if you call somebody's, you know, somebody's a man's wife a bitch, you know, we really do have to throw hands. Yeah. You know, fuck the status or anything. But, I mean, that was the one little section I really had an issue with. And it wasn't a big issue because, you know, men say be bitch all the time with the woof right? But, uh, I mean, I still like to stand up. I like what he said about, you know, the slap and stuff like that. He was definitely justified. Like, I bet I didn't really even say no. People are saying, you know, about the entanglement and you're going to hit me, the one who played Pookie. like i can we all thought the same thing but people are starting to be like they're really hating on the special with that little will part because they're like oh why are you even saying this you guys are just not forgiving will so now y'all ready to make chris rock y'all enemy again or whatever you know uh you're not going to satisfy anybody everybody yeah and uh as far as i i would be concerned if i'm chris rock even that wouldn't even get to my ear anyway because I've already made my money. The special's yeah. out, so who cares? The slap probably made him a lot of money. You know, yeah. It, yeah. He said, like, he, there is a portion in there where he is talking about how rich he actually is. Yeah. He has made a ton of money. Yeah. And the Netflix deal is a ton of money still with this that live stream, you know? So um, it's still a kudos to him. I, I respect your feelings about the, the bitch thing. It's neither here nor there with me because of this that's comedy and i've heard him say yeah things like that before he, that, i've heard him like that's right. what exactly what i was thinking yeah too. so i get what you mean by that but other than that i i, I really couldn't i don't have any complaints I, I don't either consistently watch uh comedy comedy specials i listen to comedy podcasts uh and it's been like that for a very long time so this was uh tasteful he looked great on stage yeah. Uh, Chris Rock has aged so well. He yeah. has kept himself up. If you in your 50s, 60s, you need to just eat a little healthier. You need to, look, you know, maybe work out, walk a little bit because these little, also I don't say new age 50 year olds, they're looking good. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're movie stars too, so they're able to <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but, like, you know, what? who is your, if you had to say, like, top five, top six comedians, who on hand? Is in your top. Do I just have a little brief. Them? No order. No order. Okay, no order. Just a little brief, uh, like top five, top six. All right. I'm gonna go with uh, Dave Chappelle. Okay. Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Gotta rest his soul. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Ari Shafir. Um. Hmm. Oh. Um. Uh, he he just he just passed away, but I believe his name was Jordan Knight. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Ralphie May. Uh, that nigga's trash. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that nigga's garbage, dead garbage. garbage. Uh, and I would have to say, ooh, this one's a toughie for me because I like a lot of new people, but there's a lot of old people I like a lot. Mm-hmm. 
This probably been an easier one with a lot more choices because I have two more left. Uh, I'm gonna have to say, hmm, Hannibal Burris for my number five. Okay. That black man is amazing. And I will say for my six. Yeah, like six man on the bench. John, Donald Glover. Oh, I love him. Donald Glover. Hi, Tony Clansman. I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love Donald Glover. <laughs> that was the special that I was like, yeah, I fucks with him. I fucks He's with, so I fucks with him. fucking good, bro. Yeah. I would say, you have like a mixed jumble, you know? It's yeah. not all black. It's not all white. Yeah. You actually like a lot of different kinds of uh, comedians. Because sometimes you have some black people that only really stick with the black comedians. And you have yeah. some white people who only stick with, like, Seinfeld. So, you, <laughs> so, I love that you have always been a little bit more, like, eclectic with your comedians. Yeah. Um, With mine. And there's no... Um, no order except for my first one. Okay. Um, Eddie Murphy is my first one. Awesome. Like off off the rip, he's the funniest man on earth. Um, Chris Rock. Uh huh. Dave Chappelle. Uh huh. Um, let me think. Jim Carrey. Nice. Martin Lawrence. Okay. Um, I'm going to say. Yeah, it's hard when you don't have ten of them, huh? <laughs> Oh man, I know because I I've thought about this. I hope I'm not missing. I'm probably gonna miss I know one I'm missing person, a bunch. but um, I'll just put it as my sixth person. I'll say Adam Sandler. Okay, and old Adam Sandler, like yeah, not new Adam Sandler, who does he he's touring right now. But oh. I don't do new Adam Sandler where he has to bring a guitar on stage and sing. I like old Adam Sandler okay. when he okay. made the faces. And you stuff. know. There are there are plenty that I've missed, you know. There's Bill Burr, there's Tom Segura, you know. Uh, there's a bunch of people that I I genuinely do like. Christopher Titus, uh, mm-hmm. I like a bunch of, of of all types of people. But um, Chris Rock is in that list because if I had ten, he would be in there anyway. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, this is definitely one of uh, his better specials, his more more modern esque specials. Uh, Tambourine doesn't mean it's bad. It was good. This this was also good, and we got what we wanted as an audience, yeah. and that nigga made money. You always Shout want out. your newest stand up to be better than your last one because that's progression. That's progression. Now I do want to talk about something that we keep on talking about every now and then, like at the beginning of each pod. And on Sunday, we got to see the last episode of season one of The Last of Us. HBO's uh, The Last of Us. I want to say, because I know you have a lot to say about this, so let me get my little small spiel out. Okay. Um, I have never played the game, but I know you're saying, hey, at the end of this month or when it comes out on PC, I will be playing the game. Yeah, you will be. Because you want me to be a cute little, hot little gamer. I mean... Without laughing at me, because sometimes, you know, I'm going to be looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> I'm going to be looking up at the ceiling. Like... You know what? God bless those men out there who are gamers and they have like hot wives that lo- love to game. And I know you probably in your heart of heart wish I was like a, a crazy gamer because I know you've dated crazy gamers. But I'm not that girl. <laughs> the first time I played Halo, you were laughing at me because I had. You walked into the wall. And I was looking and at, you the were looking at the ceiling. And that's what I'm done. Yes. And it was a hilarious moment. And I love you. And it was great. <laughs> and uh, that scared you off. 
for like seven years from video gaming, and that was horrible. So I wouldn't make fun of you. You've done some big, big games over over time, uh, and this one's going to be a more unique experience. Uh, and I think you're going to have a good time with it. I'm not going to make fun of you, only when you're scared, because that's where I'm going to get the humor. But I know you're scared because it's a good game and you're immersed. I know it because that's what I Yeah, felt, dealing with clickers, you know? having to run, we play oh, Joel or Ellie. I can't wait. Like, for those who have not watched The Last of Us because you're scared because you're like, you know, they have fucked up the game, you know, turned into TV show, turned into movie so much. I really think you should really take a look at The Last of Us because I have not played the game, but, you know, Gregory's going to tell his perspective on it. It was such a good show. So... If he likes it and he knows how bad people have messed up games and turned them into shows and movies, like, give it a chance. It was so good. I was on the edge of my seat from the first episode to the last one, which it was nine episodes. Um, They are going to make a uh, season two, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be from the uh, second game. But I really believe that, you know, they're going to change it up. Um, I love that the creator of The Last of Us, he had... Like ninety percent input on this, and he's like probably on set all the time, you know. And they really were trying to make sure that they did the game justice. It was so good, you guys. I think if you don't got HBO Max, just you know maybe you know get the get the uh, free trial, you know, or ask the <laughs> homie for you know to log in <laughs> and watch The Last of Us. And then when you done with The Last That's of Us, funny. you know take a week and watch Velma. Just putting it out there, but um. Gregory, what do you, what did you really like about um, The Last of Us? Okay, show? well, so it's nice to know that you did enjoy the show. Um, uh, when we first started dating, I would tell you about like games I've played and things of that nature. Yeah, and The Last of Us was always one I was like, this is one you have to play. I've said it for for years. When I heard there was a show, I was like, babe, I'm freaking out. There's going to be a show. You have to, we have to watch this. That means you have to play it. And, um, you're so hell bent on it. I could, yeah, I'm, I'm hell bent on it. It's going to happen. It, you have no, you have no choice now because of the show yeah. at this point. Um, uh, the game was revolutionary, uh, when it came out, and I believe it was 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay. and the show is just the same. A decade later, I love that it's like enough. really like, like the same, which is yeah. really good. Um, it's basically one to one, and that makes my gamer heart smile because I hate when things deviate normally in a bad way. Oh when yeah, absolutely. Deviate in a bad way, I'll say that. Um, from the source material, and uh, last the Last of Us did not in 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 many ways. It has taken liberties. And it those liberties are taken and they're justified and they're uh, implemented very very well. Well, I love that you loved was that when it did deviate, you were happy with it. Yeah. You were like, no, this is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not one moment did it uh, make me upset or angry. Um, and I'm one of those who would get pissed. You see me? I got pissed off at the Mortal Kombat movie, and me and you will debate that that new the <sighs> one that came out recently, of course. Yeah, you know? we ain't gonna talk about the 1990, the one that's good. See? Here we go. Here we're we not, go. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about uh, that. <laughs> um, it's 
the Last of Us show uh, on HBO is a work of art, and I think it's going to a challenge. And what I hope it does, rather, is challenge studios uh, and gaming studios now to pursue better experiences yes. and also allow teams to have input on things. Creativity, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Having Neil and the Naughty Dog team work on the film to really put forth the world that they created themselves uh, into life uh it, there was it's it, it was beautiful um there were moments where i cried because of how m- the show genuinely gave me the feelings i felt when i was playing the game right. uh growing alongside Joel and Ed- Ellie um the show is amazing i finishing it up um Sunday was one of the, I think it was one of the greatest things I think I've watched in a very long time. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to hold you. It, like on cat. It, <laughs> it proves that there, this medium that I am passionate about, that I love so much, that's a hobby more than that in so many ways, that, that art definitely comes about it. It is an art form. And then even if it gets translated into reality, people can feel what I felt through. It was such a good emulation, uh, a great – everybody just did such a wonderful job. And gamers are very hard to please. Very much. So if you and millions of people are pleased with this, then you know that Neil and everybody at HBO did a really good job. Yes, uh, the the one that hurt the most as of late was Halo. I that was your favorite game. So it was so, favorite, one of my favorite shoot vi- video game sh- uh, shooters of all time. Yeah, uh, I've won like contests before playing that game. Like, and they fucked it. Up. And they fucked it up. And they <laughs> fucked it up royally. <laughs> and, I, and I ended up when it came out after it, you know the show got real terrible ratings and uh, people really weren't enjoying it and. Gamers really were vocal about it uh, when it came out that the showrunners didn't play the game and didn't care to play the game. That's when you realize that okay, we're gonna lose. That's this like not testing your product, but then want to put it out. Yep, just like testing, not testing your product, but yeah. wanting to put it out. Huh? Are you uniquely enough? Nuts? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I am so excited. And so happy now that it's over for you to play the game because it's not only about watching the game again, uh, as I have a bunch of time at this point. I get to watch you watch it. Yeah. And I hope that we get to talk. You know, maybe we get like a 15-minute chat every now and again on here to tell the you the, 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 uh, the users. I'm thinking of work now. <laughs> the the uh, the listeners. Um you know, how your progress is, if you want to be a gamer girl, that is. Uh, but overall, I've never been so excited about the future of video games in movie or TV show form Yeah. Uh, than I have been at this moment because of what I watched uh, on Sunday. I think that a lot of people who have played the game, they're a little scared for season two. 
because a lot Very of people so. don't like the second game. None of us do. So what could you? What is the prediction, or what would be a nice little? I don't even want to spoil anything, but uh, what would you want to see for a season two that's different from the game, the second game? What would more, you like them to try to do different? More, um, spit more, it out. Cl- more clickers. Oh yeah, it was okay. okay. I want more clickers, and I want less people. More clickers, less people. Kind of keeping the theme of people we know in the story wise. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If um, that, that was that that would be it for me. But I mean. You know, you did say that they uh, there was a post maybe a while back that they did get greenlit for a second season. Yeah, right? they did. And so, you know, here's to that. If they do what it is, it is something that, as you just said, that gamers are nervous about. I am incredibly nervous about. But I am also enthusiastic of the future for it because there were pleasant and well-done deviations here. I think if they take the same route in the next season then I think we'll be okay. We're just going to have to be sitting along for the ride and hope to God that it goes the way we want it to go, you know? We got two people from Game of Thrones. They they work together well. They bring people who voice act on the game to real life on the show. I love that, bringing the family back together. Yeah. If you have not seen The Last of Us, you guys, go on HBO Max, watch it. Do a free trial. Shoot, HBO Max is worth it. I have... You know, HBO Max. I have a yearly subscription, so you might want to go see it. Ask somebody for they log in. You can't get mine. Sorry, it's not going to happen. It's too <laughs> it's too good. But, um, you know, on Sunday, right after we watched The Last of Us, you know, I got some updates about the Oscars. So we are our 95th Academy Awards, you know. And I really don't watch the Oscars like that, but I'm always rooting for the black people. Okay. Just putting it out there. But I um, kind of want to tell you about the the winners of the Oscars, not every category, but just a couple. Uh-huh. So my guy, Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle, oh, The man. Mummy, he won his first Academy Award. Really? Yes. Um, for The Whale, Best Actor. Oh, The Whale. Yeah. Oh, that was the one that came out last year, correct? Yeah, he had to gain all that weight and yeah. stuff like that. And good on him. So he won that. Um Best actress uh-huh. in a supporting role. I was rooting for Angela Bassett. I want her. She's all. She's been nominated before 1995 for What's Love Got to Do with It. I'm like, she's gonna get this. Wakanda. She did not win. It's another year snuffed, and she's on. She's one of my favorite actresses. But she lost to Jamie Lee Curtis. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She got the best actress in a supporting role for Everywhere, every was everything everywhere all at once. once. Yep. Um, they actually that movie won seven awards. Yeah, best best picture, um, best director, best actress Michelle Yeoh. She won. Mm-hmm. She won a, a Oscar. That's my girl. That's my girl. Um, best supporting actor. Uh, what's name? K Y Kwan, the one who played on Indiana Jones and yeah. The Goonies. He won his first Academy Award. Good on him. He actually got the hug. Uh, was um, Harrison Ford. That's awesome. Yeah. So they haven't hugged since the premiere of the 1984. So yeah, um, best writing, so best like original screenplay, best film editing. Um, that so they won seven. Uh, lovely. I can't wait to see. They it. really put everything into that movie. That's, obviously, that's one movie that's been on my list for a while. I can't wait to see it. 
best visual effects. Who do you think won that one? Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. Yeah, you know, clearly. they won that yeah. one. Um, best costume design did go to Ruth Carter um, from for Wakanda. So, uh, okay. yeah, I'm really, I had like um, multiple people in my head the last couple years of who I want to get an Oscar. And I'm still waiting for Samuel Jackson to get Oscar. Okay. He plays too many different characters. He's very diverse for him not to have gotten an Oscar yet. He did get nominated for Pulp Fiction, but he never got one. Yeah. Um, I think Eddie Murphy should get an Oscar. He did get nominated for Dreamgirls, but it was just a nomination. Uh, once Bay can get in some more diverse roles, I would love to see him win an Oscar. Um, Angela Bassett, of course. Um, and I would love to see Don Cheadle win an Oscar, too. He got nominated for like Hotel Rwanda. Uh, I would love to see Don Cheadle. He's an amazing actor. That's a pretty good. He list. has put in his tenure for since the seventies, eighties. So those are, you know, those are the ones who won um, on Sunday. Um, I really wish Angela Bassett won, but I'm not mad at Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm not mad that everything, everywhere, all at once won seven Academy Awards. They did amazing. Um, but I would love to see some of the people on my list. Uh, finally win an Oscar. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they do. I'm really I mean, slowly but surely, I feel like we're making our way in, like, you know, as a societal thing, but... I'm starting to see, too, that more interesting movies are starting to be nominated, because it always felt like, when growing up, it had to be a real slow-ass, dry-ass, slave-ass, gone-with-the-wind-ass movie that is going to be nominated. Well, that's and just I, because most of those old guys are in jail now because they were rapey. And, <laughs> and they're the only ones that like those kind of... Company, you're like, hey, I got new ideas. You know? Right, I want to <laughs> see Wakanda on, you know, nominated. I don't want to see these old-ass, low-ass, dry-ass right. movies yeah. when nominated. You watch, when, you, when you watch those movies on Quaaludes, that's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with your oxygen, oxygen machine and stuff like that, with the volume low as fuck, because you're yeah. really not watching it. Um, But yeah, they... I mean, congratulations to everybody who won. It's yeah. just, you know, sometimes you feel a little snuffed, and my girl definitely deserved it. But, I got you. you know, she will one day get it. I'm hoping a couple, you know, more black people will get these uh, Oscars. That's yeah. Do you have any last, any last words of wisdom, commentary about today's episode? Go watch all of the things. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, stay safe, be loved. Y'all blessed, and that's it. Wear your green, you guys. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Go downtown. Go to your local pub and drink like an Irishman. Be safe. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, we drop our pods, our new episodes, every Friday on all major streaming platforms. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah.